The following is a production of Different Brains. Visit us at differentbrains.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. Today we have coming back to see us again one of my heroes, Jim Sporleader from Walla Walla, Washington. And he's going to tell us all about resilience and education and trauma-informed and so many other things. Jim, welcome. Thank you, Hacky. It's good to be back. Uh, I've got I got to shout back at you. You're on my top list as one of my heroes as well. Thank you. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience for those who are meeting you for the first time? Well, I'm Jim Sporleader. Uh, I'm the uh, retired principal of uh, Lincoln High School uh, in Walla Walla, Washington. And uh, Lincoln's known uh, for, for those that have seen Paper Tigers, the film. Uh, we were recognized for our work with our trauma-informed approach and the, the uh, significant uh, impact that we were seeing in our kids once we made that mind shift and uh, looked at student discipline in a different way and really intentionally went after positive uh, relationships and interactions with kids. So explain to our audience who might not know what the trauma-informed approach is and how you got into it? Well, it, it's using the research that we know from the adverse childhood uh, experiences. Uh, it, you know, back in, in, in 2010, Hacky, we, there, was, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of resources. It, it was, we had that, the study and some theory. And uh, at that time, we kind of had to figure it out on our own. But uh, what we were able to pull away from that research was that many of our kids are coming to our schools uh, so escalated uh, and, and, and from their toxic uh, home environments that many of them, their brains are not in a position to take in new knowledge or problem solve. And they're, they're really triggers just ready to go off. And uh, I, I had thought that for you know two thirds of my career, I, I felt that I was a very heavily student re, uh, relationship guy, uh, but my discipline was more traditional, and I felt that discipline uh, was a tool to teach. And once I came upon this research, uh, because I had always believed and trained that discipline was a choice and that it was not out of the student's control. So when I was exposed to the research, it was very uh, compelling and, and really, it's hard, it's, hard, it's hard to explain what happened to me, but in 90 minutes, Dr. John Medina turned my world upside down and, and I realized that my discipline was not teaching, that I was punishing kids. And it was the first time that I had ever heard a brain expert or been able to even uh, listen to the research and hear a brain expert share that the discipline wasn't necessarily a choice and that it was out of students' control when they were in that uh, 
high escalated state. So the the part that we took from that is that uh, we had to continuously build on our caring adult relationships. And we and uh, instead of reacting to the behavior, we started responding, which meant uh, we started asking the kids what was going on versus telling them what they did wrong. And just that mind shift in itself, the kids started telling us, you know, that they weren't used to being asked what was going on. And uh, when we found out the stories behind the behavior, it was, um, it, 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 it naturally brought the empathy out of you to, to understand how did these kids even make it to school with what they're going through. I remember yeah. one, of, one of the examples he gave me, I still repeat to other people that some of the very dramatic things, you know, when you said, uh, are you having a bad day? And he said, yeah, matter of fact, I am. And he said, well, what's going on? And one of the most dramatic ones I remember, well, I'll let you tell it. I'll let you tell some of the most dramatic ones. I remember one where the guys, the kids said, well, my my dad got out of jail last night and murdered my mother. That'll put a crimp in your day, you know, as you're not going to get too far disciplining, disciplining such an individual. Yeah, I, what became the norm from, from the minute we, or from when I changed my approach in the office, uh, I saw a change immediately. And when I started asking uh, the stories that these kids were coming up with were just uh, crazy. I, I mean, uh, you, you, you were able to value their voice, validate their feelings. We never validated the actions. And as these kids de-escalated while they were talking and sharing, um, it was just so common that once they were escalated, they would just say, hey, I was wrong. I I, I told the teacher that off and, and has nothing to do with the teacher and I need to apologize. And so uh, that, that, that part just really uh, took me by uh, surprise. And um, these, these kids, not only took responsibility and, and followed up with the apologies. I never forced a kid to apologize and we held them accountable, but the accountability came at the end of the conversation when they were calm and they expected a consequence for, uh, their actions. And so something that, that really stands out with me is from the very beginning is when I was just asking simple questions, uh, kids would say, thanks for, thanks for talking to me. And, and just by acknowledging their voice, they went away feeling like we had a conversation. And yet uh, all I did was, was, was validate them, validate their voice and, 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 and ask them, you know, what's happening? Uh, what kind of, where are you in your stress? And, uh, we, we took it from there. You know, I know when you turned around uh, Lincoln out there in Washington State, what are some of the measurements that came out of that? What were some of the objective data as you saw things turn around? 
Well, you know, our, our, our we took the baseline data prior to the year of implementation. And so uh, just in our first year alone, we went from 60 office referrals down to 135 and 50 expulsion days uh, down to, uh, I believe it was 15. And it improved every year after that. And, and in our student survey, our first year that of implementation, uh, our students averaged 3.5 ACEs uh, as a school. And the following year, they jumped to 4.5. And my last year, they jumped to 5.5, which was like running a uh, ER room, trauma or a trauma EMR room. And uh, the discipline continued to drop. In fact, in the last year of 5.5 ACEs, uh, the kids, uh, there were no expulsion days. So discipline dropped considerably. Uh, our graduation rates uh, just, we we. We were put on uh, kind of like in Florida where they grade schools. We were given a horrible grade for our graduation rates, even when we were showing uh, that we were improving, consistent improvement. But we ended up being at 78% uh, in our graduation rates as an alternative high school. And the state average was 73. And our state assessment scores uh, jumped uh, over 30, 30%. Uh, and so we would recognize for, for the academic growth that was, uh, achieved and our dropout numbers went down. So with this trauma, I, I, I've shifted hagging and I call it trauma responsive now, cause I, I think it creates, uh, maybe a more of a need for action, put what we know into action. And so with this uh, model, we got everything that we would want for our kids. Uh, behavior was coming down and all the numbers you want up were coming up. And uh, the resilience in our kids was just incredible. Well, that's a, a natural uh, segue to the, uh, the Children's Resilience Initiative you're involved with. Tell our audience about that. Well, I, I haven't been as involved as, as what I would like, but but it's still very, very active. The Children's Resilience Initiative here in Walla Walla, uh, they, they are, are doing, they've continued their work locally, and Walla Walla is nationally known as a trauma-informed community, so uh, there's been extensive training of our social service agencies, law enforcement, our state penitentiary, um, it, it, it's just been amazing to see how, how far we've come as a community and the res, resilient or uh, CRI, the shorter version, uh, they've just created a, a train the trainers model. So uh, we just see that we just put on our second conference uh, beyond paper tigers uh, here in June and People are coming from all over the country, and so they they packed it out a second year in a row, and, and, and I, I think it's a it's a conference that is sought out not not only by educators but 
by by all of our community partners. Well, that's great. And, you know, the trauma-informed or trauma-responsive approach, you can bring that into your everyday life, just start looking at things through that prism. And mm -hmm. when you go out and consult now, because now you're retired from being a principal, and now you're out consulting and traveling and educating and teaching and advocating, what are some of the ways uh, we can use this in our everyday life? Well, you know, if we look at the foundational piece of a trauma-responsive model, if we look at what the science is telling us, uh, you, know, you can take all the brain science and everything that we that we know, and maybe even push that off to the side, is that we know that a caring adult relationship is a game changer for the lives of these kids and the lives of the adults that we're working with, and so. Uh, the mo the motivation is to is, is to create these caring adult relationships, which leads to hope, healing, and the resilience for these folks that were their their adverse childhood experiences, their aces, rather than being barriers, they become stepping stones to uh, them being able to look to the future with hope and uh, achievement. And this can carry forward in the transition from the school to the workplace. Absolutely. You know, you brought up a good point in that, uh, I guess what, one of my biggest learnings and since we talked is that I'm beginning to understand that it's a, transfer, it's a transformation uh, within who you are as a person. I, I say we don't do trauma-informed, and that's one of the misnomers out there, is some schools will get a training and, and they kind of check box and say, we're trauma-informed or we've already had that training. And I always share trauma isn't something we do, it is, it's who we are, it's who we become. And it's, it becomes our identity, it becomes our culture. It, it's, it's how we take care of our kids, it's how we take care of take care of each other, our community, our parents. And I've, I've noticed, and, I, and, and I'm going to give credit to my Lincoln kids uh, in transforming me. It, to, now it's how I treat the cab driver that, that gets me to the hotel. Uh, I want to make sure that I have a positive uh, interaction with that person uh, or the car rental bus that take, takes me to the Rent a lot. I, I want that person to know that I recognize them and that I appreciate them. And so it, it's always looking for, for positive intent. Because uh, you, you, never, you never know that that's sunshine in their day may make the difference. You know, we don't, we don't have to know, but uh, uh, like I said, when it becomes who you are you're intentionally looking for those opportunities. And that translates into resilience. Would you say that? It, 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 that's, that's the target. And, and I think the beauty about the resilience piece is it's, uh, it, 
it's not something that 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 I give them, or it, it's something that we model that they develop and internalize. So the resilience comes from within, and that's the empowerment. It allows uh, these students or the adults that we're working with to move forward in their life with hope. And, and it's that empowerment. I, I got this. I can do it. Where does our audience go to read about this and learn more about this so they can quickly educate themselves in regard to trauma-informed and trauma-responsive and resilience? You know, I, I think I think the uh, best uh, resource we have, uh, I'm going to say nationally, is the website aces2high.com, uh, aces2high.com, is, uh, I think it's up to about 13, 14,000 members, and, you know, Dr. Folletti's connected, I mean, the all of our top champions are connected there. You can throw a question out if you're trying to find um, a specific, uh, you want more about, learn more about a specific issue, you can throw it out there. Somebody responds, somebody directs you. Uh, the trauma-informed school movement, uh, Heather Forbes helped me write the book, The Trauma-Informed School, and that, that it's, it's doing extremely well, and it it's a how-to. So you know, we now we know the why. How do we do it? And so the the book is um, really been embraced, and and it's been exciting to see that schools are able to take it and uh, support and it supports their journey. And of course, people can uh, find where they can see Paper Tigers, the movie. Uh, that features you and uh, by Jamie Redford and also the movie Resilience as well. And uh, you know, Tigers is on Amazon now, Hacky. So 14 bucks, 14.95, an agency can buy it and bring it in and start showing it. Uh, Resilience is still, you've got to go through um, Tug, uh, it's all caps, T-U-G-G dot org and uh, you still kind of have to license that to show it, but it, I'd say in another year or two, that's going to be available DVD as well. Great. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about that we haven't covered? Uh, I want to take the opportunity to, to express my appreciation for the work that everybody's doing. Um, it's hard work, but it, it, it's, uh, I don't know of anything more fulfilling than, than, and as you know, than to see a, a student find hope or an adult find hope and to see that how that can impact their life, to see that they have gifts and talents they didn't know they had and to see them put that to use. I just talked to one of my uh, Lincoln alumni students that called me last night and, and he and another student are working on an app that they're, they're learning coding and it's just amazing. But I can't tell you about the app yet because I promised I wouldn't tell what it is. Cause it, but it is an, it's a brilliant idea. And uh, I was just blown away with uh, 
how they even came up with the idea, but but it it, it will make people's uh, of poverty, it'll make their lives a lot more efficient uh, in, in how to survive. How do people get in touch with you, Jim Spore Leader? They want to get you to speak or to consult or ask you questions? Uh, I've got a website. It's jimsporeleaderconsulting.com. Uh, there's contact information there. Okay, great. Jim, it's a pleasure as always. Please keep in touch with us and uh, please keep up the great work you're doing for so many. The world needs you. Well, thank you, my friend. It's, uh, it's been a great relationship. Thank you. Exploring Different Brains is a production of Different Brains, Inc. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.org.